Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com coming to you live from Bud Walton Arena, where number 14 Arkansas just knocked off number three Purdue 81 to 77 in overtime. Uh, man, too bad that one doesn't count on the win loss record. That was uh, about as intense of an exhibition as you're ever going to see. Like, I, I feel like I just walked out of, uh, you know, an early March Arkansas Kentucky game in Fayetteville or a damn sweet 16 game. The atmosphere uh, was absolutely incredible uh, and a lot of it is because, well one, Hogs fans, uh, Razorback fans are just built different. They're just built different. You don't get this in so many other places and two, uh, you had two really good basketball teams going at it. It was an awesome, awesome game. I mean 20,000 people in Bud Walton Arena for an exhibition game, a charity exhibition. So, uh, you know, the response from the fans, I, it, shout out to you guys because this all goes towards a great cause, the tornado relief here in, in the natural state. Uh, man, that's awesome. So, you know, a, a great cause, a great environment, and a great game. I mean, anybody who watched that uh, was highly entertained and had a ton of fun. Uh, no overreaction necessary. Okay, that was a matchup between two top 15 teams in this country uh, who have their sights set on, on making a run in March Madness with Final Four aspirations, uh, and they both delivered. It was a great game between two great teams. Um, is Arkansas a little bit ahead of schedule, maybe ahead of where we thought they were at this stage? Hey, hey listen, I, I think that's, that's fair. Okay, that's a fair statement to make right now. Um, I don't think that's a hot take. I, I mean, listen, they just took... Uh, you know, a team who won the Big Ten regular season and conference tournament championship last year. Uh, they were a one seed in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, I know they lost to a 16 seed, uh, but they were turning everybody, all five starters coming back, six of their top seven scorers. Um, you would assume that they would be ahead of where Arkansas is just because of that continuity. They had four games in Europe to build on that, uh, but Arkansas uh, got out of there with the win. You got to feel really, really good about where the Razorbacks are at going into the regular season, especially knowing uh, that they've only got a few games. You can't call any game a tune-up, but a few home games that they should win before things get real in the Bahamas. Then you turn around, you got Duke coming in here. Arkansas is in a good spot. This is an experienced veteran group. Uh, they've got a lot of good things going right now. Not perfect, things to clean up. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, but listen, this was great for both teams. Uh, you know, highly competitive, high pressure. You've got great situational basketball where you're forced to uh, execute down the stretch. Uh, in these high-pressure situations, uh, and you're not hiding behind a secret scrimmage. Okay, you're not creating those narratives like you do in practice, where you work on these things. You're under the lights. The place is going crazy, and you got to go out there and perform. And both teams did that. Arkansas just came out on top. Uh, but that experience is invaluable, and it's really, really going to pay dividends early in the season. Uh, let's say they get out there to the Bahamas and they're in a dogfight with North Carolina or whoever uh, in Atlantis. They've got this experience 
to lean back on it and know that they were able to execute down the stretch and, and get a win in a game like this, um, man, I can't say enough how important it was for both of these teams to get this opportunity. They really took advantage of it. Shout out to Purdue for coming down here. Matt Painter was very gracious after the game, uh, said it felt like a Big Ten road environment. Um, Man, it just had a, a big-time college basketball field. I can't believe we're pre-Halloween, uh, and we just got to witness something like that. It was a ton of fun. You know, I, I thought Arkansas did a tremendous job on Zach Eady. This dude is every bit of 7'4", 300 pounds. I was walking out of the tunnel right beside him. He's enormous. He's really, really good. He's the returning national player of the year. This is a dude who averaged 22 points and 13 rebounds a game last season. Arkansas did a wonderful job on him, held him to 15 points and nine boards. Um, and listen, nothing came easy for him. They were swarming him. They were playing the yo-yo game uh, where every time he would get a touch, sometimes they'd come right at him and double. Uh, sometimes they would wait for him to put it on the floor and they'd dig down and recover back out to the perimeter man. Uh, they were bringing help from different places. Sometimes it was from the backside where they'd come in and sneak and tip it out from behind him from the baseline. Sometimes they'd bring it down straight from the perimeter. Uh, they were mixing up coverages. They were making it making life hell on him. And hey, shout out to Chandler Lawson, man. Uh, the Memphis grad transfer, he's given up six inches. Now he, he make, makes up for it with a, a seven foot seven wingspan. Uh, but he really did an, an incredible job defending a guy like that. And he was never really able to get into a rhythm. They fouled him out in overtime. He was in foul trouble for a majority of the game. Uh, so can Arkansas handle a dominant big? So a lot of people were, were pissed off after they lost to UConn. And Adama Sinogo had a huge game in the Sweet 16 last year. Um, you know, maybe they didn't go out and, and, you know, add one of those unicorn centers, one of those big bruising physical guys uh, that a lot of people wanted them to, uh, but they went and got Chandler Lawson, and, and he just did that against Zach Eady. Can Arkansas handle a guy like that if they get into March in the NCAA tournament? Yes, they can. Okay, so, so rest assured uh, that that's something they're going to be capable of doing. That doesn't mean it's necessarily going to happen, but they showed they can do it. Okay, the guys that they have are capable. Um, <clears throat> listen. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, I think against an extremely efficient offense, you know, Purdue, they don't score a ton of points because they, they play a deliberate pace usually. Uh, so it's a limited possession game, but they're highly efficient. You know, there's a team that scores it well. They don't turn it over a lot. They shoot the ball pretty well. Uh, I thought Arkansas did a great job against them defensively. You know, just looking at the box score, Arkansas had 14 steals and they forced 20 turnovers out of those guys, which is, that that's a high number. I mean, that matches what they did against... Um, uh, whoever the D2 that was that came in here a, a few days ago, uh, they matched that, UT Tyler. I can't believe that name escaped me. Uh, but, it, you know, at any rate, 14 steals, 20 turnovers. They held them to zero assists in the first half. Uh, 
it was it was just a really solid performance. They were contesting shots, um, held Purdue to under 40% from the field, under 30% from three, uh, and and hey. Uh, <laughs> You know, Arkansas, on the flip side, offensively, they turned it over 15 times. It's, it's a little more than you want, uh, but I think it's a reasonable number for this type of game this early in the season. Uh, but listen, Arkansas shot 51% from the field. Okay, so they're about 12% higher, 35% uh, from three. They made eight three-pointers, so they weren't lighting it up, but they made enough um, and shot at a pretty good clip. They won the points in the paint against a Zach Eady team, 34-30. Arkansas won in the paint, uh, so they were not deterred. Uh, by, by having a, a seven foot four guy hanging out around the rim, um, all things that you like to see, right? So, so promising developments. Um, you know, I, I was just so impressed with the way Arkansas closed the game and executed. Uh, and if you think about the circumstances, you know, Devo had the head to head collision there um, with Edie late in the game. He was out, Makai Mitchell fouled out. So you look up and your closing lineup features four transfers who, who just convened on campus and started playing together uh, over the summer in a moment like that. I mean, uh, that closing lineup, what was it? L. Ellis, Tremont Mark, Caleb Battle, Trevin Brazil was the only returner. He's coming off of an ACL tear, and Chandler Lawson. And they out-executed, uh, you know, a one seed who's bringing five starters back from last year. Uh, so a really nice job by those guys. I can't say enough about the work that they did. You know, Trevin Brazil, uh, man, 15 points, five rebounds. He hit a couple big threes early in the second half. Uh, Must said, yeah, he played 31 minutes. Must said there were a couple times he looked over, asked for a breather. You know, maybe kind of coach, kind of get 30 seconds, kind of get a quick blow. And Must is like, no, because <laughs> right, that's the one thing with him right now. He needs reps. He needs to get into game shape. Uh, but man, he showed a lot more flashes against high-level competition. Uh, you know, of being a guy who, who's going to be a future draft pick as he continues to progress and get his feet back underneath him. Uh, Tremont Mark, how about him? Uh, 15 points, so he matched Trevin Brazil for the for the team high in this game. He led the way with six rebounds. Uh, he hit a huge step back three. I think it was about 22 seconds left uh, that tied the game at 69 and forced overtime. And you know, he's a guy who missed some free throws late in the game, uh, but he cashed in uh, in overtime when it mattered the most. And Arkansas put the ball in his hands, must put the ball in his hands and said, you're going to be the dude who's going to have the ball in your hands and have the opportunity to make a play down the stretch where we need it. We've seen J.D. Note in that role in the past. We've seen, uh, you know, Mason Jones was a guy early in, in Muss's tenure here that had that responsibility and Tremont Mark got the first crack here as kind of the lead ball handler down the stretch he used his size and his length to elevate over the top of the guys and finish uh, looked really good in the pick and roll they've got other guys who can do that Devo can Caleb Battle can obviously L Ellis can uh, but man Tremont Mark really stepped up when they needed him uh, and played a complete game you know speaking of L Ellis and, and Caleb Battle those guys had a dozen points apiece um, you know, must you talk about spurt ability offensively? Those two dudes have it. Okay, they, they put together a run by themselves in the first half. It was a sluggish start. I think Arkansas started two of 10 from the field. Uh, then the next thing you know, uh, you know, Ellis makes a couple plays. I think he goes on a personal 5-0 run uh, and then battle knocks down a mid-range jumper. He gets a steal, Euro step, finish. Arkansas has the lead just like that. Bang, so quick. Overtime. You know, L. Ellis has, I think he scored the, five, the first five points of, of overtime for Arkansas to give him a little bit of a cushion and some breathing room there. Uh, you had a run, uh, maybe was it late in the first half, where, where Battle hit back-to-back -back threes. He had hit a pair of three-pointers. Uh, so those guys can just erupt 
at any time. I love the way they're competing on the defensive end of the floor. Arkansas has a really, really deep uh, and talented backcourt. They got a lot of options in there uh, with guys who can go get you one. And, and like I said, I like the way they're competing on the defensive end right now. It seems like a team, the motto form has been all in. They seem all in and bought into the process. Again, a lot of positives uh, coming out of this one. Chandler Lawson, man, he just continues to be the surprise of the preseason for this Razorback team. He's a late addition, um, you know, a guy that put up modesties. He's had a role at Memphis and Oregon and, and some good programs, but he's never been a star. Uh, and he's just come in and, and really, really delivered for Arkansas when they need him the most. You know, uh, I thought he was awesome. He, like I said, he gave Zach Eady hell. It was really, really impressive to see the way he worked on the defensive end uh, and didn't back down from a guy like that. And hey, he was hitting jumpers. He hit another three. Uh, he stepped into a mid-range jumper. He had an and one finish. He, he knocked down some clutch free throws in overtime uh, to help seal the win. I think he had 10 points, two rebounds. You look at the rebound numbers and you think, oh, he should be able to get more than that. No, he was the dude who was boxing Zach Eady out the whole game. You box him out, let the other guys get the boards. Uh, listen, it, I, I, you know, I did some projections earlier in the week about, you know, how, what's this rotation going to look like? And I had Chandler Lawson, you know, outside of my top eight as a guy who I thought could, could find some minutes for him uh, here and there and kind of be that next man up. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and recalibrate that because he just continues to impress. He got the start against Purdue and did what he did. This dude is going to play for Arkansas. There's no doubt in my mind. Uh, can't say enough about the job he did. And it was kind of a group effort with this team. You know, Layden Blocker, the freshman, uh, he had a real spurt there for Arkansas in the first half when he came in. I had a tough finish through some contact. Uh, he had a, a lob that he threw to Trevin Brazil, then he backdoored his man for another layup. And that's some high IQ, high level stuff uh, from a true freshman playing in front of 20,000 fans uh, against a top five team in the country for the first time in his life. So uh, you see some of the potential there. Jeremiah Davenport uh, came in, he had a big three for Arkansas. You know, he only played 11 minutes, uh, but you remember he, he kind of sticks out to you because he comes in, he's got a ton of confidence in, in the shots that he takes, and he knocked down a big one uh, for the Hogs. So. Listen, there are things to work on. They got out-rebounded, I think, by 14 in this game. I think it was 14-1 to on the offensive blast. That's going to happen against Purdue. They're, they're huge. They're one of the best rebounding teams in the country. Still an area to work on for Arkansas. They need to be better on the glass, uh, you know, a little bit more physical in there, although I thought they played really, really tough today. Uh, but, but listen, <laughs> you know, this team, they're still not healthy. Uh, you know, Must says he doesn't think Devo's in concussion protocol, even though he went head-to-head -head with Edie, so that's a good sign. Jalen Graham's still dealing with those back spasms. He's a guy that we know can provide some offensive pop for this team. Uh, so need to get a little bit healthy, continue progressing moving forward, but they're in a really, really good spot uh, with a little over a week before the regular season opener against Alcorn State. Again, shout out to the Razorback fans for coming out in droves. Uh, they were definitely entertained. I know I was. This was an awesome Awesome game, an opportunity for both teams. Arkansas looks pretty good. You guys can be excited about that. What a way to spend a football bye week, to be able to come in to Bud Walton Arena and, and see a game like we just saw. Loved it. It's been great. This has been Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com, and we will catch you guys real soon. Appreciate you tuning in as always.